and students. The Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. And on that note, we cue the music. Biff, 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 all right. Got it in Boston, got it in Boston, got it insane. When I'm surrounded, I just can't stop. It's a matter of instincts, it's a matter of conditioning, and a matter of fact. You can go in Pablo's dark. Ring a bell and I'll salivate. You like that? Talk to Landon, tell me I'm just a Pentagon. Cause right now I'm lying in bed, just like Brian Wilson did. Well, I'm lying in bed, just like Brian Wilson Biff Radio. It's your host, Ben, a.k.a. Biff, coming to you live from uh, the super expensive table that I don't know the price of once again. Uh, because we're recording this a uh, couple of days ahead of time, um, the next episode you hear will actually be back in the Center Club Recording Studio and Gaming Hub. But uh, I'm recording this on Saturday because this is going to go up. By the time you hear this, I will be in the most magical place on Earth. That's right. When you hear this, I'm going to be in Disney World. Motherfucker! Cannot wait. Um, uh, Thursday, I'll be flying into Orlando, and we're going to the Magic Kingdom Friday. Um, we're going to Hollywood Studios, where I'll be going to Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars Land, and I'm building a motherfucking droid. Last time I was there, I had the one of the most emotional experiences of my entire life, and I built a uh, lightsaber. 
And you might think, Ben, you that was one of the most emotional experiences of your life. Yes, yes, it was. Uh, I will t- I, in the show notes. Uh, I will put out uh, the video of that. And I, to this day, it uh, it, woo, it it is moving. Um, it was very very fun. It was a great experience. Um, but we were building a droid. Cannot wait. I don't know if we'll do a BB-8 or an R2. Uh, I'm leaning towards an R2, but that's because, you know, I'm a classic guy. But uh, it should be fun. All right. Uh, we're going to do some plug skis. Um, and then we're going to get into it. Because as you just heard, that was Brian Wilson by Bare Naked Ladies. Because today we are tackling my favorite live album of all time. It. I love this live album. It, this is a no-skip. Um, if you listen to the last, uh, bare naked lady session, you know, that this is an album that my, uh, my dad gave me. Uh, so just listening to that one, that first song gave me lots of emotional damage. Yep. Uh, so it's just going to be already, already started to tear up. Uh, so it's going to be a rough one, but it's going to be a good one, but we're going to get the plug seats out the way. So if you want to follow this podcast, uh, first off, even before you follow us, if you want to help support the podcast, if you want to help the podcast grow, and I really would would love that, uh, that would be great. Please, if you're listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, give us that five-star rating, please. And if you're on iTunes, please um, rate you know, and review. Leave a review, please, please, please. The reviews help the algorithm. Um, I, again, you know, we're, we're growing and I, I am very appreciative of every week. We seem to pick up some new listeners, but I always want to do bigger and better things. So please do that for me. If you want to follow us on my us, who's the us? Uh, it's me, the one man show. I mean, I guess Teddy is technically part of the show now, but uh, if you want to follow me, because he's, uh, he's horrible at social media, you can go to Biff Radio on Twitter, Biff Radio One on Instagram, Biff Radio, Biff underscore radio on TikTok. And if you want to follow me on social media, uh, personally, not this the podcast, but me, you can go to my TikTok, which is Center Club, S-E-N-T-E-R Club. And if you want to find out more about this podcast and the amazing podcast on the network that I call home, Jabroni University or Jabroni U, please go to jabroniu.com. That's jabroniu.com, where you can find out, again, more about this podcast, The Draft Pod, Why Do We Ever Meet?, uh, Flow and Tell, Locals Barbershop, New Jabroni Pro Wrestling. And uh, again, stay tuned. I say this every week, but stay tuned for the uh, the, the big things that are happening. Uh, it's it, We have a lot of awesome things in the works. And I, you know, people always say that, but like, I, that's why we're not saying what they are because we want to make sure that when we announce them, everything is just clear and concise. And we are putting out the best product we can for you fine folks. All right. So. Like we said, we are going over Rock Spectacle. It is a live album that Bare Naked Ladies put out the same year they put out their last album. And it is such a good live album. Um, I really could play every single song of this album. We're not going to do that just for, I want you to dive in, but I'm going to play the highlights. And as we, we learned last month, this album contains my favorite song and my favorite recording of the song. And we will get to that. Uh, so that was Brian Wilson and Brian Wilson, I think was a really big hit for the band. Uh, I love that version. Uh, it is just, it's one of those songs where I think it is just so 
awesome and it's indicative of the band. And it is, you know, people, again, they, they, they hear Bare Naked Ladies, they hear the name Bare Naked Ladies, and they think of One Week and Silly and Goofiness. And Brian Wilson's a deep song. It is it is a de- very much a deep song. Um, it's weird because, and I think I may have touched on this before, when Stephen Page left the band, there was kind of an understanding there were some songs that the band wasn't going to play it's because he wrote them and like his voice is synonymous with them. And uh, they definitely still do. They definitely still do Brian Wilson, which they get because like it's a big hit for the band. But it is just weird hearing Ed Robertson sing uh, Stephen Page's part. It's really it's it's not the same. Uh, but yeah, Brian Wilson. Is, I mean, and it's very awesome. I think that Brian Wilson is a fan of the song, which is uh, I think really cool. So uh, I think I mean it's a hell of a way to kick off any kind of live album, like you know, kick off a concert live album. Brian Wilson is definitely a banger to do so. And then we go into a Straw, a Hat, and the Old Dirty Hank. Uh, again, like uh, it's they truly, and with this album, embody the high fidelity. Uh, way of doing things of like, you know, start out hot, even get hotter and then you cool it down because these, uh, and we're going to play the next four songs in succession as I think we should. Uh, so here is a little bit of a straw hat and the old dirty Hank. Oh, I, there's no, it's straw hat, straw hat and old dirty Hank. I put the, the in there and I probably shouldn't because that's not in the title, but hey, that, you know what I'm saying? some accordion action in there i think it's uh it's pretty hot and i uh, i do love me some accordion so rock spectacle uh was recorded over two different shows one in chicago and one in montreal during the born out of pirate tour and uh ah man it's just it's such the band is really hitting their stride during this and um it's funny they do um this new, this uh, tour, even though he was not credited on the album, 
uh, Born on a Pirate Ship, they had the new guy, Kevin Hearn, who is still in the band. And uh, Kevin Hearn, to me, is a staple. Now, he was replacing Andy Cregan, uh, the Cregan brothers, Jim and Andy, Jim still being in the band. Um, but Andy had left the band, and Kevin was his replacement. But not really a replacement, because Andy Cregan was, is, is an amazing uh, musician. Um, but Kevin also brought a new dynamic to the band that would you know you would definitely see uh, with the first album that he was really officially on, being stunt and going forward. And um, it's just, the band just really seem to be clicking on all cylinders here. And, uh, you know, looking up some information that it, this is a platinum album. This got certified platinum. And uh, uh, from 96 to 98, the peak position on the Billboard charts was 86. Now there's something called the Heat Seekers, which is basically Billboard's way of highlighting and uh, spotlighting, you know, new and upcoming artists. And it it hit number one which I think is a uh, pretty sensational. And uh, I mean, we have, you know, uh, Brian Wilson, it hit, you know, you know, high as 37. Um, it hit in, for adult top 40 for modern rock. It got up to 23 in nine in 98. So I think this definitely was a uh, commercial success album for, uh, for them. But also I think it just opened up a lot of people's eyes. I think that uh, the band had kind of picked up enough steam that uh, this album really brought people in and, you know, reading things about kind of reviews of this and retrospectives of it is that uh, this was a gateway album for a lot of people. This was definitely the gateway album for me and getting into their old stuff. Cause like I said, my dad got me this album because I really enjoyed one weekend stunt and it's definitely, you, you listen to the first three albums and then you listen to this and then, and then stunt. And there's definitely a difference. There's more kind of electric and it's definitely stunt is a very much a different album and kind of the direction they went. Um, so you really look at the Brandon ladies with any band that's been around for quite a while in kind of their eras. And this was, I don't want to say the end of an era, but this was the capping of the first era of Naked Ladies. And uh, it's an era that I love very, very much. So I was thinking about playing this song last, but you know what? I don't want to tease it out because I, that's just not what I'm going to do. So we had talked about last episode, my favorite song is Break Your Heart by American Ladies. This is my favorite version of the song. And I believe I've heard many versions live, live uh, recordings, uh, studio. This is my favorite version of the song, and we're going to play it in its entirety. So here is Break Your Heart live. This was recorded in Chicago. Uh, Stephen Page putting on a master class. So we're going to listen to the entire thing. I'll see you on the other side. Here is Break Your Heart. The uh, uh, bravest thing I've ever done was to run away and hide, but not this time, and not this time. And the weakest thing I've ever done was to stay right by your side, just like this time, and every time. I was happy 
that's because it's true Yes, it's true that Teddy is not a real big fan of my singing because this might come as a surprise, but I definitely uh, sang during all that. Teddy, what would you want to tell the people? What do you think, bud? What, what, what's your what's your thoughts on things? There's there's little... It's a microphone. What do you think? What do you think? Are you a fan of my, are you a fan of my singing? Are you a fan of the podcast? Have you rated and reviewed and subscribed? You licked the microphone. That's that's not okay. Hi there. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Could you please remove yourself from my lap? You might think you're a lap dog. Teddy, off, off, off. Ah, I'm fighting with a 60-pound 
Pitbull. He's not trying to hurt me. He's just trying to love me, but he's 65. Stop it. Teddy. 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 Off. Off. That's a lot of love, folks. <laughs> That's a lot of love. He was just trying to love on me, um, but he is 65 pounds, and he has got claws, and uh, he is just a lot. And also apparently not a fan of my singing, which I don't blame him. I'm quite terrible. But we did that together. So that, again, my favorite song. I was belting it word for word, uh, not hitting any of the notes. None, none of, no notes were hit correctly. I just, just heard. So uh, love it to death. Um, that is, again, I think I've said this before. Like, that's one of those songs where, like, I, I mean, you know, I cut it off a couple seconds early, but, like, I don't, like, it's not like one of those songs where, like, I can, like, listen to half of it and then like, go into a store or something like that. Like, nah. This is, I'm sitting here and listening to the entire thing. Um, if I've been, if it, has it made me late for things? Yes, it has. Does, doesn't matter to me. Worth it. Worth it. What do you think, bud? Do you think it's worth it? We're getting more Teddy response here. Um, Hold on one minute. Let me see here. Teddy, are you a good boy? Okay, no, no, no. Okay, I invited that one. Okay, we're going to just move over here. Okay. So, uh, love that song to death. The next song we have is Jane. And I, I just love this song. It's such a beautiful song. It just, instrumentation-wise, it's really beautiful. And it just, uh, I... It's a vibe. That's the best way to describe it. So here is Jane. The girl works at the store, sweet Jane St. Clair. Was dazzled by her smile while I shot there It wasn't long before I lived with her I sang her songs while she dyed my hair Shut it down. 
a complete and utter vibe. I just, I love it. I love that song very, very much. Uh, it's also a big song, uh, favorite of my wife. My wife. My wife. Uh, she's also a big fan of the Bare Naked Ladies. Actually, um, in the show notes, you're going to see a video of <laughs> my cat, Oliver, watching Stephen Page sing, which I think is fucking awesome. Uh, so it's just a really great song. And she's a big fan of the album as well. So we go into a couple other. So the next is When I Fall, which is a great uh, song, which I do enjoy uh, uh, with uh, Ed Robertson leading. Hello City, a deep cut, if you will, of the band. And then we go through another three song banger fest. Um, What a Good Boy. It's a really good song. Um, You know what? I will play a little bit of it, not too much, because I want to play the two songs after that basically in their entirety. So here is a little bit of What a Good Boy. Um, This song hits me on a lot of emotional levels. So uh, here is a little bit of What a Good Boy. When I was born, they looked at me and said, What a good boy, what a smart boy, what a strong boy. When you were born, they looked at you and said, What a good girl, what a smart girl, what a pretty girl. We've got these chains hanging around. Our next people wanna struggle us with them before we take our first breath. Afraid of change, afraid of staying the same when temptation comes. Just look away. This name is the hair shirt I wear, and this hair shirt is woven from your brown hair. This song is the cross that I bear. Bear with me, bear with me, bear with me. Be with me tonight. So it is a little bit, a little bit, and uh, I don't know. I really that song just kind of hits me uh, some, hits me in some kind of way. Uh, these next two songs, I think one is de- a definite big hit for the band um, at an early time, and the other one I just really connect with, and I've played before. Uh, it just really connects with me, and especially with my myself and my wife. Um, you know, the old apartment, I think, really got them big onto college radio. And uh, a lot of people, if you, you know, of a certain age, late 30s and 40s, if you ask bare naked ladies, I mean, a lot of them are going to come up with one week, but a lot of them also will probably come up with this. So, uh, this, you know, the old apartment, it's just a great rock song. It's just a great 
like 90s rock song and uh it's just such a good song and it's, again listen to the lyrics and uh it's it's deeper than what the one think and then uh life in a nutshell is just happy and it just embodies a lot of the kind of the the mirth and happiness and uh fun energy of the band so here's a two-parter starting off with the old apartment because fuck yes Broke into the old apartment This is where we used to live Broken glass, broken hungry Broken hearts and broken bones This is where we used to live Why did you paint the walls?
stuff man it's just good stuff so we come to i mean the song transitions into these apples and these apples are delicious but then it's funny enough we we transition to well here's the thing so we we go the last song on the album is if i had a million dollars but there is a bonus uh little comedy bit at the end of the song, kind of. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play that bit and then we're going to listen to uh, If I Had a Million Dollars. Again, uh, a staple of Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, I ha- so now, in the past, if you are unfamiliar with the song, there is a part where they mentioned craft Dinner, which uh, to us uncultured American swine uh, would be macaroni and cheese. In years of yore, people would would hurl uncooked pasta at the band. And I have been there when a wave of macaroni comes at them. And while it is, it is cute. The band asked people to stop doing it almost immediately. And they got to the point where like they were kicking people out because while it is very cute, like macaroni, like it is thousands of people hurling macaroni at you. And it, you know, it's like, I don't think it hurts terribly bad. It might, depending on how fast it's going, but also it gets into the instruments. It gets into the equipment and uh, it's just, you know, not fun to get pelted with things um, on mass. 
And so, uh, but again, it's a, I love this song to me. It just makes me smile whenever I hear it, especially the the accordion on there. But we're going to play like, I'm going to play the little bit that kind of also it there's, it's always an improv really in this song uh, towards the middle. And it, it it explains that. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do that through the magic of editing. Editing. Here we go. I'd like to make a dedication. We don't we don't generally make dedications at all, but I met this woman today. She was the sweetest woman I ever met. I was I was walking down North Clark by uh by Belmont down there, and this little old lady comes up to me and she says, "Excuse me, but do you know where the Bryant Street Theater is?" And I said, "No, I'm I'm sorry. I'm from out of town." She said, "Well, for Christ's sake!" That's what she said. And I said, I'm, I'm sorry. She goes, well. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. Cool. I, I'm sorry. No, I don't. Well, for Christ's sake. I said, I'm sorry. Well. You know, she had been wandering around the same corner. I actually corner. felt bad. Like, I walked away and thought, whoa, I should have known where that was. <laughs> You know, I really sh- like maybe I'll look for it and then try and find her. I was actually thinking stuff like that, and then I thought, what am I doing? I should like go find her and say, "Lady, you're an idiot." Then <laughs> she goes, "What?" I'll go, "Well." I got a blue and red Adidas bag and a humongous binder. I'm trying my best not to look like a minor niner. When I pull the football team to prove that I'm a man, I guess I shouldn't tell them that I like Duran Duran. This is me in grade nine, baby. This is me in grade nine. This is me in grade nine, baby. This is me in grade nine. If I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you a house. Well, I would buy you a house. And if I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars, buy you furniture for your house. And maybe a nice Chesterfield or an Ottoman. And if I had a million dollars, if I had a million dollars. Will I buy you a cake car, a nice Renault automobile? But if I had a million dollars, I'd buy love. If I had a million dollars, I'd do a tree for it in our yard. If I had a million dollars, you can't help me. Somewhere. Little tiny fridge and maybe, maybe I could direct that old lady up there. Oh, oh, the Bryant Street Theater? It's right up that ladder, lady. Welcome to the Bryant Street Theater. Have a fruit roll up. Aren't you gonna eat it? Oh, for Christ's sake! If I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy you a fur coat, but not a real fur coat that's cruel. But if I had a million dollars, well, 
I'd buy you an exotic pet. Yep, like a llama or an emu. And if I had a million dollars, well, I'd buy John Davidson's remains. Ooh, all them green and gray and hair from from morning. If I had a million dollars, I'd buy love. Dollars. We wouldn't have to walk to the store. Can we find a million dollars? We'd take a limousine, girls, and cars. Can we find a million dollars? We wouldn't have to eat craft dinner. But we would. Stay tuned because there might be a little something extra at the end of the podcast. And Teddy says hello. Love you all very much, baby. Love you guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Merci beaucoup. Hello. How's it going, everybody? Thank you for coming. I'm sure they explained everything that's going on here tonight. My dad's a bit of a nut, and he, he's into his home movie taping. So, this is, you know, it started with just a little palm quarter, and then he got the cranes, and you know, so those are my brothers working the cranes. It's like, it's a family affair tonight. You, and the craziest, you, think, you think this is crazy? You should have seen it when his wife gave birth. <laughs> craziest thing is, though, you know, and everything over the top. my dad goes to so much trouble to tape the whole show, and he's only going to show it to my uncle, and he doesn't even like the band. He's gonna, oh, no. Watch Elwin. You got to see this part, Elwin. This was great. This is a little song about my uncle Elwin. It's Uncle Elwin. It's Uncle Elwin. My uncle Elwin is tall, my Elwin is small, my Elwin plays a mean basketball, he's about 45, maybe 55, 60, I'm not sure, once he mixed me a drink, I was about 5 years old, it was Kool-Aid and pop, I thought that was cold, cold meaning 
good. Cult's supposed to be bad, but I think that I ought to change some things and change their meanings. I've been here, I've been demeaning once, twice, maybe three times. I asked my Uncle Elwin, he's a mind. He said, It's Uncle Elwin. It's Uncle Elwin. my uncle.